0: Last Time On, Tales of More
1: The party, having gotten together and fended off the strange, assorted limbs of, uh undead of the true knight, uh, enjoyed their pastries as breakfast uh, in front of the library, carefully ensuring that no jam or crust got into the uh, beautiful blankets, they went to the graveyard in Puerna. After investigating around with normal, mundane means as well as some uh, detection of magic from our party wizard, there seemed to be nothing particularly amiss. There were no dead there, there unknown magics, and it was—if you'll excuse the pun—a bit of a dead end. Oh,
2: that's a bad
3: one.
1: <laughs> I've been saving that one a while.
3: Terrible
4: <laughs> Amazing pun.
1: How reached out to. The nomish deity of the day was the Dreamer, the divinity of sleep, and was gifted a dream about being locked away somewhere and a key turning in a lock before she was awoken by a scream. Unsure exactly what to think of this, but the team decided to, you know, investigate the city a little wider and maybe question some of the cleaners tidying up the limbs and questioned them as to where the the highest density of limbs came To do this, Howe adopted a person that none of you had seen before, Valentina Cabello, a somewhat unsavoury halfling woman who bullied some street cleaners into telling her that the limbs came from the slums to the south of the city. As the party headed there, Will asked a couple of cleaners where they found the limbs and was lured into what was an attempted mugging which the party fended off at the cost of one poor Sabrinoid's charred corpse and the gnome assailant uh, was badly beaten up before being healed uh, back to consciousness unable to give any satisfactory answers beyond they came from the alleyways how gave this gnome Silver pieces, told them to, if in trouble, head towards the city library, and we ourselves headed back that way in order to better research the undead of the local area.
0: That very thorough summary of last session.
4: Mm. Yes, very thorough and lengthy.
0: To be fair, to be fair, a lot happened. Yeah, we did a lot stuff. A lot did happen. Yeah, and it was a while ago. So yes, you head back to the library,
2: if it's okay um, with everyone. Will wanted to spend some time looking through sort of local records, local newspapery sort of newsy sort of things. See if there's anything like a serial killer, lots of people dying, lots of people mysteriously losing limbs, I don't know. Weird necromancy shit, I don't know. Whatever seems to be relevant, if that makes sense. Don't know how much we're going to find here, but like, I mean, I've got the researcher background, so if I don't know that information, like, where else could I obtain it, potentially? Where and from whom?
0: Um So I think last session we did say about you weren't sure how much you'd be able to get from a general library and you might have to find a collector or some sort of arcane specialist.
2: Right. That that's more about sort of specific magical effects that could use
4: Yeah, that was about necromancy. Is
2: that right? Yeah. I'm I'm looking more for generic disturbances. Why limbs as opposed
3: to how limbs?
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, local news happenings. Yeah. Rumours. That makes
1: sense. Oh, no, they're not my limbs.
2: Terrible. Yeah, but like, sort of generally, when people lose limbs, it's like a bit of a song and dance about it. I mean, maybe or, not a dance. Depends on which like, limb. Something must have happened.
0: I guess give me an investigation roll to see if you can find anything in the, the broadside records. Of the city.
2: Uh, cool. Does anyone want to help out? Sasha so cannot read
3: to a level that would be helpful, sadly.
1: How knows the library quite well. Uh, at this point, uh, so she's going to help out if possible. Okay, cool. Again, more like pointing out areas that might be useful. Turning the wheel to get the newspaper clippings yeah. over the the little machine. If there's not a machine already, tinker's tools building a little clockwork machine to automatically move the. Uh... I just
0: say there is definitely not like a microfiche machine.
1: Yeah, there is now. <laughs> it's more
0: just like it's cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. It's cardboard boxes, not even the special archival cardboard that I love so much.
1: Amazing. So yeah, Hal is going to help them by getting out Tinker's tools and quickly making a little clockwork device to more speedily move through newspaper pages.
2: (laughs) I feel like I need to roll something for this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm just reading one of my racial features.
2: Oh my god, first roll was an 18, second roll was a nat 20. Excellent. Total of 25 investigation. Nice. Will knows his books. Okay. Will knows how to fucking research. <laughs> You're just adding to the librarian vibes. I hope you realize this. Oh, 100%.
4: goal, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna seek all Will the librarian character from this point onward.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, maximum librarian vibes and honestly, all great.
0: I mean, basically. You gotta love the librarian. Yep. Books, am I right?
2: All the books, all the research.
0: So, the most recent. I guess you would call it like a a mass injury event would be there was a revolt about about forty years ago, which naturally resulted in a lot of you know your classic fighting in the streets, but most of those bodies were you know the the limbs and the the rest of them were would have been reunited for burial. So yeah, un- unless some were missed, it's unlikely to be from that, especially since you know the last true night was not particularly limb heavy. Yeah,
2: like, I'm looking for something more recent, something between the last true night and this true night that happened, potentially, because otherwise wouldn't we have seen a whole bunch of limbs earlier, like previous true night? If there's any records of that...
0: With uh, the 20, I think you do find something. Mm -hmm. It's a very small report from a couple of months ago. Uh, stating that an unusually high number of people have disappeared oh. from the slums. The guard have no leads. If anyone has any information, please come forward.
2: And now we're getting somewhere. Does it say who who made that report? Which reporter? Which newspaper? Would we be able to track them
0: So it's, it's not newspapers so much as um, people will occasionally have A a broadside printed, just like, a big news sheet. Yeah. Which tend to be a kind of mix of actual news, sensationalised news, gossip, random little stories and songs people have written, all just kind of mashed together on one page.
2: Yeah. Okay. Are there any names associated with this particular...
0: There is not an author's name on this, as there doesn't tend to be.
2: Okay. Okay but you
0: will know that it was probably printed by the stationers guild because they do most of the printing in the city so we can go and ask them about it
2: potentially does this thing have any contact information for like sort of who to tell stuff to or is it just like sort of contact the police in general yes
0: yeah, just contact the guards
2: helpful Okay.
1: Or perhaps we could continue our investigations in the slums. We didn't go particularly deep. We simply turned around when we thought there were no more leads to be had.
2: But it's definitely something in the slums, so...
1: Oh, did you find something? Did you search deliver anything?
2: Yeah, so there were a whole bunch of people going missing a couple months ago in the slums, That's between the last true night and this true night. Hmm. If there were people going missing, and now there's a bunch of limbs, there's definitely something extremely fishy going on there. Disappearing and
3: dismembering.
2: Yeah.
4: Why limbs specifically? Or why dismemberment?
3: Well, if, if you only have limited space to store bodies, then if you cut them up, you can probably store them tighter. Perhaps.
2: I mean, whatever it is, it's not good. We should stop it. Like,
4: yes, Yes, agreed. Definitely.
2: So, we could either go to the stationers' guild and see if they've got any information on sort of who reported on this, who has more information, maybe, or we can just go back to the slums and continue looking around and see what we can find. I'm happy with either of those options, to be honest.
1: My vote is action for the slums.
3: I feel like both would give us good leads because presumably the person that wrote about it to them knows more than we do and may know the particular area of the slums.
2: Potentially.
4: Yes, but we would need to find that person too. Should
1: we split up then?
3: Yes, so we will, if, if some of us go to the slums and some of us go to ask the
4: stationers.
2: I think we should stick together because if there's something dangerous happening in the slums
4: I would not want to be split up indeed.
2: I think strength in numbers would be good. Very well. Okay, we'll see what we can find in the slums. If there's no leads there, we can always try out the station as Guild.
1: Well, if we are head back to the slums, would you require any resting up? You, I know I tried to help, but you look a little beaten up. Some of you.
4: Uh, I, I have spent some magic. I could do do to get it back.
2: I wouldn't say no to a short one. Yeah, I, I could do with getting a little bit of magic back. I don't know what we're gonna come across, so
1: wonderful, then I shall make some tea, and let's take some time, plan our attack, and do things properly. Yes
2: okay, go make a cup of tea head off into the the librarian's break room.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna make uh like hopefully a pot or if they were to have it, um you know the big silvery. Uh, tons of uh, tea that get brought out for events at libraries and such. Um, if there is one.
0: Oh yeah, there's definitely got one of them.
1: Amazing. Uh, then yes, I'm absolutely going to fill one of those up. and It's like as big as how. <laughs> She's just going to come out of the tea room with
0: it. It's size, it's fine. They're like silver cylinders, basically. With a little tap on them.
4: Wait, I zoned out. Sorry, I, don't, I didn't quite catch it. We're having a short rest and a cup of tea.
1: Yeah, but like the description. It's one of those big silvery tons.
0: Oh, it's like silver cylinders, Yeah. basically. Mm. With a little tap on them. Yeah.
4: Oh, those things. The
1: keg thing. Mm. But like specifically for tea.
0: Yeah, yeah Like a, I guess it is like a yeah. tea keg. <laughs> I've never thought of it that
1: way. I have we? no idea what it's called.
0: No. Me
1: neither, but... Like,
0: uh... you're not wrong. I've just never thought of it. Yeah.
1: Urn. It's a tea urn. Ah. Uh-huh. No, it's called a tea keg. It's a tea No. Nope. Okay. It's a keg now. No, it's
3: a keg. It's, it's, a, it's a keg now. Done. It's a keg now. It's a keg now. In universe, it's
2: a keg now.
4: Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what the tabaxi call, I'd say. <laughs>
2: Can, can I do a little bit of language teaching while we're having our short rest? I was about to ask that. Um, it's just going to be simple, like sort of, yes, so this is this is the word for tea keg. <laughs> <laughs> Start on some vocab. Maybe just like half an hour. I, I'd
0: allow half an
2: hour. Half an hour.
4: Okay, I'll tell half an hour. 2.5. Yep. So short rest. Uh... Woo,
2: I, I get my key points back. I have my other second level spell slot back.
4: Nice. Wait, you get spell slots back at short rests? I don't. Um,
2: I, I, I can use Arcane Recovery oh.
4: to
2: get spell slots back once per day when you finish a short rest. Yeah, Cool. So I'm taking advantage of that because spells are my thing. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, same sorcerer, but yes.
3: Yeah. And key points give me my cool stuff, so I want them back. Exactly.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, How doesn't get anything back, but is going to spend her harness divine power on getting a spell slot back, so that it's there as needed. Nice, nice. And is going to spend some hit dice. Cool. And How is back to full health.
4: Yay! Huzzah!
1: Oh, when we're in the slums this time, do ensure that you don't simply take people at their word. There are quite. Desperate people out there, you know, and no more so than in the slums. <laughs> it's not their fault.
2: Yes, I think that's my lesson for today.
4: Although you are correct, I do feel aren't, are we not, it's not our duty to help those in need. Should we not, try, when asked, try to help them best to our, the best of our ability? Of course, and how would you do so? Well, it depends on the situation. But still, I just want to stress, we should not turn our backs to those who are in need of us. E- out of fear that it's a scam. Oh,
1: absolutely not. But one should not simply go up to people and trust them, follow them round corners, ready to get mugged. That was more my point. Help the needy. Yeah, Yeah. fair enough. Yes. And we should absolutely do that. I just thought
4: it was worth mentioning that we don't go garnering a distrust for those who are desperate and in need.
1: No, uh, 100% agree. But also... Uh, I help where I can, on the individual level, but truly the greatest thing we can offer these people is institutionalized change. I am fully fully agree with you. Alas, those in power don't always listen to us. And those in power who do not always listen will not always remain in power, if you understand my meaning.
4: I I fully understand your meaning. Perhaps, when it comes to us, we could have a chat with whoever is in power.
1: I'm sure I could get us a way in. Oh, ways in, or less the problem. <laughs> but, yes, let's talk about that at some point. I'm sure there's interesting stories we could share on the matter.
2: You're recruiting for the book club again, Hal.
1: <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, there's.
3: Okay, I'm, go- I'm going to assume that one of the first words Will would have taught Sorcerer is something to do with books. Yes. Sorcerer this- looks very excited at recognising, oh, a word I know. <laughs>
4: no. Very well done. That does indeed mean
1: book.
2: Yes. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Now, this is a teacup. Ah, oh, yes. Bites it. They're generally not. Okay. Takes it out <gasps> of my
3: mouth. There, there wasn't like a- any damage done to it. Just like yeah. goat instinct,
2: bite. Okay.
4: Wimple Jerry is like fully has the pinky finger out and is looking very, like, very natural with the teacup. Like she, she's very used to this.
3: Is copying Sasha? Um, no, is copying Wimple Jerry. <laughs> I know names.
4: I'm Sasha now, I guess.
3: Yep. Sort of character. <laughs> Semi
1: character sheet. Did they call me anything? <laughs> I did say that.
2: Yeah. It's a bit early for the a Macarena with the character sheets episode.
4: <laughs> that is a good idea, though. That would be so chaotic.
3: I <laughs> hate that. A- April, <laughs> April Fool's episodes. <laughs> and it was all
4: a dream. Oh, I'm going to make sure you get my character sheets. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be worse for you because everyone else... I think has, like, more stuff than you. Like, paladins mostly just have, these are the ways I hit people. With a little bit of smiting on
1: the side. Hey, I'm a deep, interesting, fully formed person. (laughs) (laughs) Sure you are, sure you are. Absolutely, 100%. I just happen to be a paladin!
3: (laughs) I find the concept of will and Saoirse swapping positions very funny. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Goat librarian is a powerful and terrifying concept. It is. Anyway,
3: we we don't we don't ban books. We just eat them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not just the bad books. You just eat books general. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I get hungry. If you want to to get a book, get it quickly.
1: <laughs> so that's our short rest.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go adventuring.
1: Right. Yes. Back to the slums, I suppose. Um. Anyone need anything else before we set off? Does that mean we are talking to the
3: Stationers Guild, then? Um, No,
4: we were headed to the slums, weren't we? Are we
3: doing those afterwards or are we just not doing them?
2: It depends. If we don't find any leads in the slums, I suggest the Stationers Guild, but we haven't really looked very far into the slums, so it may behoove us to look further there first. We may get to what we're looking for faster, potentially.
3: That makes sense, I suppose.
2: Which, if there's people going missing, and if there's still people going missing, time might be of the essence. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, I, I would, I would just wanted to clarify for myself.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's good to be informed of what the plan is. Yep.
2: It's
3: difficult with two languages going about.
4: One that you don't even know that well.
3: Yeah. Just holds up the teacup proudly. Teacup. Yay! <laughs> Yay very Well done. <laughs> It's very much your kid just learned a new word at school.
0: Will is very proud. I mean, at least it's not your kid just learned a new swear word. <laughs>
1: true. true. <laughs> that comes
0: later. I feel like he'll just pick those up naturally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> true. Glorious and Bountiful DM. Uh, is halfling a language that uses gendered nouns?
0: Um, I'm going to say no, because I don't like that and it's my world. Great. <laughs> so. the gender is fake.
4: Yep. Gender is fake. <laughs> gender is something you can eat.
0: I don't even use gender to gender. Yep. Listen, the
4: most
2: wonderful thing about world building is when you've got your own world and you can just say, you know, that real world thing is dumb. We're chucking it out. Yes.
1: yes. Why a wizard did
4: it?
2: I think I lost my gender when I moved out.
4: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I like ate my gender at some point by accident. Or chewed it, chewed it to pieces at least. Left it in a but... box somewhere. I was amputated at a young age. Oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah,
2: I'm still waiting for mine to come back from the war, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, you know, my gender is no, my pronouns are yes.
0: But anyway,
3: this isn't D&D. D. <laughs> if
2: you think talking
3: about gender and gender fuckery isn't D&D related, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Have you seen DMD
0: players? I'm just trying to make hey. I'm Just trying to make the game happen. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Uh, great and glorious DM What's the weather like outside? I
0: can tell you this: the weather is overcast and chilly.
1: Overcast and chilly. Okay, so how at the end of the hour is just going to go around and sort of make sure that everyone's wrapped up warm.
4: Rob Jerry like wraps his fur, wraps her fur coats that tie her around her and says, "I'm good. You don't need to worry about me." Sasha
3: so uses one of the furs they were using as a blanket this morning as like a cl- as like a. Sh- a sh- I've lost the word. Shrug. Cloak. Shawl. Yeah. Sh- shrug, shawl, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just a- around the shoulders. My bottom half is fine. It's just my top
2: half.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I can go get a second cardigan to layer up if you like, but, like, to be honest, I was fine earlier, so should be all right.
1: Well, it it can turn quite bitterly cold when the... This... Wind comes in off the sea, you see.
2: What if I put my second cardigan in my backpack and then I can bring that out if it does get colder? Oh,
1: you—you you don't have to explain yourself to me, Will. There, I'm just trying to make sure you're all okay. You're
4: okay. You don't need to worry about me at all. I'm—I'm I'm used to these temperatures back home.
3: I love that Will has a second cardigan on him, and I love the grandma vibes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you're all sure, we—we we do have extra blankets, as you've seen. So if—if if you need one, or right. I can put one in my pack for you and make sure that we have it for later. In fact, yes, I'll do that. And you see Howe stuffing like three blankets into her pack.
4: Okay. Howe, look at me. I am covered in fur. <laughs> yes, but you don't want it getting wet, do you? If it rains, oh, that would be terrible. I can handle the rain. Oh I spent years out camping in the wilds. If I couldn't handle I, the rain
1: I'm not implying you can't, my dear Rumpel Jerry. It's just that you shouldn't have to. But what if I want to? Then you won't need one of these blankets, but I'll have them anyway, just in case.
4: Rumple Jerry just sighs and shakes her head a bit, but then moves to go leave the library. With the rest, Chris, rest of the group.
2: Will shoves a second cardigan into his backpack and then heads out.
1: Uh, how's just going to, as they're leaving, leave a little note in the blanket cupboard for any who follow, and then go and join them.
0: So it's like, taken for adventures, be back later.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yoinked. It's just the word yoinked on the piece of
3: paper.
2: The little library return, sort of, receipt. Yeah. Yes! Sort like, so, these blankets have been taken out for a few hours. They'll be back at this point. Otherwise, there'll be like a very small fine. <laughs> it's it's like it's like two copper, two copper. A little
0: stamp on the corner of the blanket yes. with a date.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> is is this is this
0: canon now? <laughs> yes.
2: Ex- Good. Excellent. Amazing. Right now we've established that. Let's finally leave the library.
0: Yes. I mean, why shouldn't libraries lend out other stuff? Now we've established a very important world building. Yeah
2: to mm-hmm. so
1: the slums Al once again of course has her massive floppy hat on
3: no one has ever sounded that excited about going
2: to slums
4: yeah I was about to say are you really <laughs> sure you want to be that excited uh,
2: it's it's not it's not Will that's excited it's, it's me Scribbles that said that
4: hi understandable have a nice day
3: thank you uh, but, but still no one has sounded that excited about slums <laughs> except for like
4: d d players
3: except for like people on comic relief trying to
0: get money mm. yeah all the time, I dragged Nick around the closes in Edinburgh on our honeymoon because I'm like that.
3: You are.
4: Aww. You
0: are like that, affectionate.
3: Anyway.
1: Anyway. Yes. To the slums.
3: To the slums. To the slums. How's gonna
1: walk beside Alma? Massive floppy hat, like kind of pressed into Alma's body.
0: Insert Batman scene transition noise here. Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 exactly, yes.
3: Sasha so is wrapped in this massive fur that probably came from, like, a bear. It's probably, like, half a bear just wrapped around her. Probably
4: face-off against bears, unless unless you, Liz says otherwise. Because these furs, these furs are things I've hunted, personally. Do bears live here?
0: I mean, bears exist. It's more a question of whether you would try and take them down. I,
4: mm, yes, that's the question. Like, I
0: feel like bears are largely, if you give them a wide berth, they will leave you alone. Yeah. Uh, from what I've read about bears.
2: You obviously haven't played Dragon Age Inquisition. You haven't played Dragon Age Inquisition if you're saying
0: that. I have, but that is not. But their bears are not particularly.
3: They don't act like bears. Um. Well, Well. then something that's just like ridiculously big compared to her. I don't know what wildlife lives here. Probably like an entire wolf's belt.
4: Wolves are bigger than everyone Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, there's just a wolf, the wolf belt wrapped, wrapped around this goat's shoulders. Yeah, I can see a wolf. Which honestly I think is a power move.
4: <laughs> You're welcome.
3: Un- unintentional power move. <laughs> She's the wolf's clothing. Oh,
4: Aww. terrible. I love it. I love buns, so this makes me have joy, joyous.
3: Does this mean what, one one day
0: people will, will think Sasha's legs were sheep? Mm. I mean, I'm I'm not going to go into the similarities between sheep and goats because I literally wrote my dissertation on this. You're in the slums now. Congratulations. <laughs> we finally got there.
1: Huzzah! The slums.
0: Whoa. The slums. The
1: slums.
0: The slums. Everyone's favorite part. From the city.
2: Okay. Um. So, what's the game plan? How are we just gonna sort of wander around until we spot something weird going on, or?
1: Well, I've been thinking, and well, that gnome we discussed this with did say that the limbs came from alleyways. So perhaps we just need to go a little deeper and, you know, have a look around in some of the darker places of the city.
2: Okay. Well, I'll follow your lead.
1: Great and glorious DM. Does Puerno have a sewer system?
0: Uh, it has a it has a rudimentary one. Yeah.
1: Also, here in the slums.
0: Like the the slums are not as bad as in some places in that they are underground.
4: Mm-hmm. Sweet. Can I roll anything to see if like I notice anything that would help us here?
0: May I assist? Yeah. So, so you're just investigating around alleyways generally.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I roll or.
0: Yeah, give me an, an investigate. Yeah. I, I am assisting, so would that be at advantage or do I roll separately? Um, either.
4: I rolled a seven, total.
0: Um, 17.
4: Oh, much better. Much better, yeah. much
0: better, yeah. We're the 17, so the, the cleanup is, is mostly done now. But you do notice, with it being kind of early winter, there are a few leaves around. And there does seem to be a sort of a trail in the leaf litter, leading out of one specific alleyway between two houses. Almost as though something was dragging.
2: Okay.
4: Sorsha points
3: this out and then just goes into the alleyway.
4: Pateri follows closely behind.
2: Yeah, I'll follow behind as well, and I'm going to whack up detect magic. That'll last for ten minutes. Anything magical within thirty feet.
1: Howl bring up the rear, but rather than facing forwards, she's going to be watching behind more.
4: Oh, Great and Glorious DM, what do we find?
3: What is at the end of the trail, Great and Glorious DM?
0: A wall. Can I touch the wall? Yeah, it is. It is a real wall.
4: Is there anywhere, on I want to look on the ground to see if the trail goes into the wall or into some kind of hole or a corner or something.
0: Is there anything magical around? Um, you do in fact detect illusory magic on the wall. Oh,
2: an
0: illusion. Oh.
2: Um. Okay. Given I noticed an illusion, I'm going to try and feel around, see if there's like a door or something. Like, if the wall is still solid, what are they disguising on the wall within the wall? Or does it look like there's a way to break the illusion?
0: So, are you just feeling around to start with?
2: Um, I'm going to feel around to start with, see if I can sort of find something like a handle door handle or something or anything that feels like a door or a window or something that's not a wall
0: uh you don't feel a door handle or anything like that no huh.
2: okay
1: what are you doing there will
2: okay th- there's something magic happening with this wall some sort of illusion i'm not sure what let me see if i can try and do something about it
4: do you know do- can
1: you dispel the magic
2: uh no, that's not within my capabilities
1: well, you know what they say about gnomes No magic could keep them down for long uh I have advantage on intelligence uh saves against magic. can I try and peer through whatever illusion might be there using my gnomish uh what's it called gnome cunning
0: let me find the wording for that just so I don't mess it up.
1: It's just advantage on all intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws against magic.
0: Which
2: I assume if there's an illusion here.
0: Okay. Um, In which case, yeah, do you want to give me... um, hmm. Because it's not a saving throw, it would be an investigation.
1: Okay, I'm happy to do that. It's not very good, but...
2: May I also investigate on this?
4: Jerry would also like to investigate, if possible...
1: Well, Harold, a natural twenty for a twenty-one.
0: Nice
4: gnome, cunning baby. I rolled a nineteen.
2: I got a nine.
0: So I think what happens is that Rumpel Jerry, you notice that the brickwork on one part of the wall is in fact different to on the rest of the wall, and then how you looking, you leaning closer, and you put a hand in just the right spot to dispel the illusion. And to be faced with a handleless metal door in this wall.
1: Well, well, well. Curiouser and curiouser.
2: It feels weird that I didn't feel the metal.
1: Some illusions can be so powerful as to change not just what the eyes see, but other senses perceive as well. We could be dealing with something quite terrifying.
2: Someone more powerful than I am, which is.
1: Are you that
4: powerful? I thought you... I don't know. Aren't you still studying? Mean.
2: I'm still studying very much. But, like, magic can do a great many things. Like, there are illusionists who can turn... Who can make it seem like things are completely different to all your senses. So... Oh. I could tell there was something magical, but, like...
4: Oh, I am very well aware of the strength that magic can have. Uh, let me see if I... I, like, use, use real frost, like, if you make my eyes a little bit, bit frosty, make my hand a bit frosty to show off my own magic. Which is a cantrip, so no wild magic. Uh, I am very well aware of the yeah. strength that magic can hold, but I'm sure that as a group, we can handle it.
2: Alrighty. Right, so this door is handleless.
4: Perhaps there's another way to- of opening. We could knock. and
0: can try pushing it open.
4: Rubble Jerry tries to push the door.
0: It does not appear to be a
4: push door. Rubble Jerry tries to slide it to the side by like trying to get friction with her paws. I like it.
0: It's also
4: not a sliding door. Well, I'm all, uh, all out of options. Do you want to try? Are there any markings on the door or around the door?
2: Are there any keyholes or is there a window nearby?
1: Um,
0: the answer to both of your questions is no.
1: What's this wall a part of?
0: Um, I don't think you would be able to tell from here. It's just an an alley. Like it was, if it's a normal door, then it's a back entrance to probably a shop.
1: Right, but it's it's a building, not just a an alley wall. Mm-hmm. Right? Do we know that?
0: You you don't know what's on the other side.
3: Sasha so kicks it with the hoof.
2: I've got an idea. Um. I'm going to try conjuring up a mage hand on the other side of the door to see if I can sort of find a handle on that side that might be able to use the mage hand to open. The wording is a point you choose within range, so I can choose like just the other side of the door, even though I can't really see that.
0: You're going to try and like just group around with a mage hand?
2: Well, maybe a little more stealthy than um, breaking the bloody door down.
4: That's... That was my next suggestion, yes.
0: Oh, I'm into it. I love the natural thinking.
2: Mage Hand is a cantrip, so I can just do this. Um, it only lasts for a minute, but that's fine. Conjure the Mage Hand the other side of the door. Try and sort of see if I can grope around for a handle.
0: Um, I guess Since you can just kind of keep at it, you, you do eventually find a handle.
2: Okay. Turn handle. Does it turn? It does not turn. Fuck.
4: Pull it. Just pull down. Uh, no.
2: Turn, pull, push with the hand.
1: No. Well, what do we have here? We have a door which appears to be only openable from one side, from which things have been dragged through this dark alley, whence we know limbs, etc., have been seen coming forth. So, presumably, we don't have to go through this door, we simply have to get to the other side of it.
2: I mean, like, so Mage Hand specifically says you can use it to open an unlocked door or container. So if this is an opening, that means this door's locked somehow.
1: Precisely.
4: Perhaps it's locked through magical means. Oh, great and glorious DM.
2: Oh, great and glorious d-
3: d- and hopefully merciful DM. What would happen if Salsa just tried ramming
2: it? Um, I mean, to answer the magic quest- the magical lock question first, Um, I still have to tech magic up, when we dispelled the illusion, is there still any
0: other magic on the door? It does not appear to be magically locked. Okay. Um, the answer to what would happen if you charged into the door is fuck around and find out.
4: I'm going to fuck <laughs> around and find out.
3: Stand back. It says, can you see move to the sides for a second?
2: Yep,
4: move right. Jerry, have you done this in the past two weeks before? Would Jerry know this? I've, I've probably charged
3: at things.
4: Yeah. Rob Jarrett gets a little knowy look and says, You do want to stand out of the way for this. And, like, steps back three like three feet.
3: Make sure to say it's in half length.
1: How's going to take Alma about halfway back up the alley and stand guard?
3: Okay, um, I rolled to hit, and that's a nat 20 plus four.
4: Nice. We're doing well with the
2: nat 20s tonight. Cripes.
3: Mm. So I hit the door.
2: You successfully charge headfirst
3: into a metal door. It hurts.
4: Do you, do you want me to roll damage on the door? I mean, if there's if it's like goat horns, then it wouldn't hurt because the cranial cushion.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's goat
0: horns, It's go it's goat horns, DM. But have you have you considered the humanoid neck taking that impact?
3: I would assume that that there is some kind of biology bullshit going on with Satyrs that p- prevents that. Are there at least
4: the in the door
3: because otherwise that, can i roll damage on the door like you don't you don't take physical damage
0: but it does hurt
3: okay that's fair i just just rubbing my neck as i stand up and see what has happened to the door um you know what yeah roll damage for me <laughs> um that is five damage door is fine.
4: Are there any dents in it, at least? Is
3: there any indication that... No. Damn.
4: Darn.
2: Okay, I've been looking through my spell book, and I have another idea. It's not going to get us through the door, but I might be able to get Sheila the other side of it. Um, As an action, you can temporarily dismiss the familiar to a pocket dimension. As an action, while it's temporarily dismissed, you can cause it to reappear in any unoccupied space within 30 feet of you. It doesn't say within sight range, so... Could I disappear Sheila and reappear her the other side of the door and then look through her eyes and stuff? Get her to have a look around?
0: Um, if it doesn't
2: say line of sight, then you can, yeah. It doesn't say line of sight, so... Nice. Snap, snap. The cat disappears, the cat reappears, but not within your line of sight, and you see Will's eyes go white again. What can I see inside, oh great and glorious DM?
0: Do familiars have dark vision?
2: Um... Oh, God. Um, so she's a cat at the moment. Uh, do cats have dark vision in d and
4: I sure hope so.
2: They
3: should. Because, like, real-life
4: cats do. Exactly. And actually do as well.
3: Yeah. Because they're cats.
4: Exactly.
1: Real-life
3: cats have dark vision, so why wouldn't D&D ones? Yeah.
1: Because that would be sense.
2: The D&D stats, I don't think, have dark vision on there. They do have keen smell advantage on... Perception tech checks that rely on smell. So even if it's dark. I
0: believe you only get vision and hearing.
2: We must be looking in different places then.
1: Oh, when walking in.
0: You can see through your familiar's eyes and ears.
2: Yes, I only get eyes and ears. Okay.
1: Do you keep your own?
4: Like, do you. Uh, Will has dark vision, right?
2: Will has dark vision, Sheila does not, which is kind of the important point here. I
0: think, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, you see... darkness.
4: Do you hear anything, though?
0: Probably for the first time in your life, you see true darkness. Fun. It frightens you.
2: Um, I mean, can I... can Sheila hear anything?
0: Um, I think Sheila can hear very distant talking.
2: Okay. i um, gonna start slowly, quietly padding towards where the talking noise is to see it, and trying not to bump into things with maybe limited success, or at least sort of bump into things at a very sort of slow velocity so that there isn't like a sort of pain-startled-yelp.
0: Do you want to give me give me a dex roll for Sheila? Okay. Uh, so Sheila's got a
2: plus two using uh, cat stats. So let's go. That's a ten total.
0: A ten total, you said? Yes. Somewhat clumsily, but overall successfully, Sheila does find a way down presumably this corridor
2: presuming so
0: eventually eventually in the distance there is a spot of light which gradually gets bigger and becomes a room lit by torches in which an elf is leaning over something on a table that she can't quite make out
2: oh cripes oh cripes Uh, Can I make a perception check or something to see if I can see more without getting this elf's attention? Sure. Careful peeking. Got plus three on perception for cat stats. So here's hoping. Okay, that's 15 plus three is 18. Perception.
4: Nice.
0: Sheila sees all. So now that she can actually see, it's a bit easier. She kind of edges her way around the outside of the room, spots a... A halfling who appears to be sort of sorting through various, um, let's just say, bits and pieces,
2: bits of pieces of
0: the little limbs are sorted. You know what of? Yep. Yeah. Uh, while the elf appears to be using some sort of magic to attach pieces.
2: Oh.
4: Oh boy. Oh
2: boy. And so I described this to everyone else, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell Sheila to come back carefully before um, they spot her, because that, that's that's a whole pile of not good.
1: Reasonable, though perhaps you should go back in afterwards and try and find another means of ingress.
3: What does ingress mean? Weigh in. Okay. I was asking that as me, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Sheila on the way... Um, while Sheila's on the way back, I think she is going to sort of try and look around and see if there's other exits or sort of anywhere it seems like there's a draft coming from. Like, where does this connect up to, sort of thing. Once we're away from the elf and the halfling, because, yeah.
0: Yeah. Give me another perception. Okay.
2: Cap perception. Still a plus three. Hezzy. Cat Cap perception. That's a grand total of seven. Sheila's already a little freaked out from just like...
0: <laughs> she. Sheila does not manage to find any alternative way in or out.
2: Okay. Um, I'll wait for Sheila to get back to roughly where she was before and then like sort of do that, sort of dismiss, make her reappear on my shoulder and just give her a good fuss. And she's back. Bring my own senses back to me.
1: Well, what do you think? Any useful leads as to how we can... Access this place?
2: I mean, unless we find another entrance, maybe our way in is waiting for them to come back this way. (sighs) Which is going to be dangerous, potentially.
3: You said that they were attaching limbs. Were they attaching limbs to a
0: torso or to other limbs?
2: Um, A great and glorious gem. How much did Sheila see?
0: I think Sheila saw enough to see that the form being created is humanoid. So there was a torso
2: doing some sort of Frankenstein ship. Not that we'll notice the word Frankenstein, but, like, sort of, there's maybe some other cultural thing that he uses instead.
3: Yeah. No, M- M- Mary Shelley exists in D&D.
2: Mary Shelley exists in D&D. Um,
4: we have already referenced her already, so... Yeah, yeah
2: actually, yeah. Yeah, some Frankensteinship. My interests are
0: going through my DMing. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah. So, Will just says, "Yeah, doing some proper Frankenstein shit." And, uh,
4: what is Frankenstein?
2: Okay, I need to introduce you to uh, a novel by Mary Shelley. Basically, um building a body out of random bits of other people's bodies. Why would you do that? I don't think I don't think it's ever really a good idea. I think it's like really bad actually. Like
4: Yes, but clearly they're doing it, so why? <laughs>
2: And Dorset is a good idea
1: Can while they're discussing these strange books, etc, can Hal be appraising the actual building that this door is a part of? Is there a way she could perhaps like climb up, get on the roof, that sort of thing?
0: So it's about four stories and it's fairly sheer, but yes. you can try because remember what I said about these about these buildings they're very sort of hobbled together and leaning over into the alleyways and things like that.
1: Okay. And uh, um, what about sewage access points in the nearby area?
0: You you did see a couple of... Probably wouldn't call them manholes, oh. but I'm going to call them sure. manholes, because that's what we call them. Checks out. holes.
4: <laughs> I will remind you, if you want to climb on top, there is someone here with a defined climbing speed.
1: How does it know that? I'm at the back here. yeah. How is... Very obviously looking the building up and down, kind of getting her think little finger and thumb and squinting at it and just shakes her head and tuts. Uh,
4: so Robert Jerry turns to Howe. What are you thinking of? Seems like you have a
1: plan forming in your head. I simply abhor places that cannot be gotten into. They should not exist. Every building exists to have people coming through it and living their best good lives. So why lock people out? Surely there is another access point, and this is simply an exit. We just need to find the correct entrance, and, well, perhaps a more bird's-eye view might get us there. Either that or a rat. I, I am quite good at climbing. Oh, great and
3: glorious DM. Mm-hmm. Um, two questions. How high can people jump? and D and D. Like if it was just like a straight jump up.
4: it's
0: this is one of those things that makes me wish that I had had my DM screen to hand.
1: High jump is standing um or no sorry, high jump is just your strength score. Uh if you take a twenty foot run up, standing it's half that and long jump is uh the same but length, I think. Okay. Uh
0: you jump a number of feet in the air equal to three plus your strength modifier if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump, when you make a standing high jump, you can jump half that distance.
2: And how tall is this building?
0: Yeah. Um, well, it, it's four stories, So, but the shorter stories. So it's probably about 30 foot. Because I was wondering if it would
3: maybe be possible for me to use my mirthful leap to get onto the roof with a run-up.
2: I can misty step up there.
4: I literally can't climb that in one round. I will point out. Rumble Jerry has a climbing speed of 30 feet.
2: Yes, the rest of us don't.
4: True. Yeah, the rest of us need a way up there. But, like, do we all need to get up there? Can't we just, like, one of us go up there and see what it's like?
2: Well, it won't be me because that would cost me a spell slot, so...
4: Okay. If you if you want to try going in through the roof, I can see if there's some way in. Rumble Jerry, like shakes out her cloth and like uh, grabs into the wall, quickly scanning it within six seconds.
2: Sure,
0: alright. Bye. Off she goes.
4: What do I... Oh, great and glorious DM. Oh, great and glorious DM. What do I see up there?
0: You see a tangled mass of streets on top of the building itself. You see it's it's just a a roof made of various mismatched tiles that someone has managed to scavenge from somewhere. And attached to the rafters. Hmm. No entryway. There is not a rooftop entryway now. There are, however, windows on the front side of the building.
4: Uh, Jerry like calls down in like a sort of whisper, so only the pe- uh, hopefully only people the party in the alleyway can hear it. There are some windows we could try to sneak in from up here. I could let down a rope, try to pull you all up.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, do you want me to Misty step up there so that you got some help pulling people up?
4: If yeah, you yeah, will, I'm if aware you want, I'm maybe one of the heavier members of yes. the
2: party. So,
4: and if I'm, yeah, Robo Jerry does not have a great strength mod.
2: Okay, um, I'll Misty step up there then because I actually have a decent strength mod.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, Robo Jerry uh, grabs the fifty foot of rope that she has and lowers lowers it down enough so that people can like grab onto it enough.
2: And I'll help anchor the rope so people can climb up.
4: Do we need to roll anything, or do we people just get up now well i'm I'm more concerned
1: about Alma
2: I think um we could we can tie the dog,
0: I think because you're not in a rush and you've got people holding the rope, I think you you don't need to roll to climb up.
3: perhaps Alma could play a guard dog down here and and let us know if someone's leaving
2: or we can tie the rope around Alma and lift her up with that.
4: That's also an option, yes,
2: she seems. Dense, though. Yeah, she's... yeah but I'm, I'm reasonably strong.
4: <laughs> and if we have three people to pull her up, then...
2: I think between us we can manage.
4: Yeah. Okay. But would she like it? That's not a I mean, there's also the question of what do we do with Alma when she's up there on the roof? Because she can't get her down easily either.
3: If she waits at this door, then she can alert us if someone leaves or tries to leave.
2: Can she? Like, it depends how far we're going. I'm assuming she can bark
3: pretty loud.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Yeah, okay. Like, like we'll hear her inside. Maybe we leave her where she is for now then <gasps> and try and find a way to unlock the door on the way past. Because I assume we're going past to go down.
3: And leave her a, little, a a couple of bits of dried meat.
1: Yeah, how's just going to spend the next couple of minutes fussing Alma and just trying not to let her see her cry?
3: Climb me,
1: climb time. Climb, climb, climb.
2: Misty step.
3: <laughs> I I don't think I could roll high enough for me to to get the jump even with my mythical leap.
4: I mean, you can like hold the rope and climb it like you do like a mountainside, just like walk up. Yeah, walk up and holding the rope.
0: I crave that mineral. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Sure do, huh?
0: You feel like Satyrs should have a climbing tree just for like walking up
3: walls. Yeah. yeah. Random question that's not relevant to anything. Can one of Sasha's necklaces be like a salt lick? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a little
0: chunk of salt that she just
3: that they that he just licks sometimes.
0: Just like a big salt rock with a hole in the middle. Yeah. But it's like candy jewelry for goats. Yeah.
4: The essential for the fashionable goat, of course.
3: Yeah, like, it kind of looks like, you, you, you know, the teething rings on on necklaces we can get, or, like, chewy rings you, you can get for, like, sensory stuff? It looks like one of those, but it's salt. Mm-hmm. That's an extra sensory
4: thing, because there's a taste, too.
0: Yeah. I think you need to calm down, Saoirse. Go and lick your salt. <laughs> but, yeah, you you get to the top of the building without
4: issue. Woo!
2: Alrighty. Time for some breaking and entering, I guess?
4: I guess. I like pull up the rope and lower lower it down so the end is just before the window. Surely this world will not be noticed by anyone.
2: Hmm. Okay, do we have somewhere to tie off the rope up here so we can get in?
0: Before you break in, something that you would probably notice now that you're on the roof, now that the people with yeah, with a passive perception over a lot of money are on the roof. Um, there does seem to be a sign on the front of this building.
2: Oh, what does the sign say?
0: I asked someone who can read to what the sign says. <laughs> well, Will would know that the sign says, Guard Station. Oh dear.
2: Oh,
4: fuck. Oh boy.
0: That's
2: bad, right? That's really bad, yeah.
3: Guards are important, right?
2: That's
4: what Marley said. Mo said guards are important. Depends on who you are. If you are a... If you are the upper class, they are important. If you're the lower class, they are more a hindrance.
2: They're the people who are meant to be protecting the people of the city. and If they're um, responsible for like things like cutting people up and turning them into Frankenstein monsters... They're not doing their jobs then. They're doing the complete opposite of their jobs, yeah. And we need to stop them.
4: It depends on who you ask what their job is. But yeah, no, this uh, this isn't usually part of their job description. It's very much not.
1: Um, How is going to rack her brains? Because does it seem right that there's a guard station in this part of the slums?
0: They do have stations, um, a couple of stations in the slums. They just don't try as hard. Okay. It's, it's mostly a, oh, you're not really, it's not really time to retire you, but...
1: Uh-huh. One last job.
0: You're kind of done with active duty. Yeah. Then, okay. yeah. Someone needs to arrest these guards. Um.
4: Yeah, but who will do that when the guards are obviously in cahoots with the guards themselves?
2: Yeah. Oh, right. Who watches the watches and all that jazz?
4: Always oh, the question.
2: I guess that's us. What's jazz? <laughs> it's a type of music, but um this type of music that I really like from back home I'll, t- I'll tell you more about it later when we're not about
0: sorry but if you're telling me that the Fae don't listen to freeform jazz you're wrong
2: I'm saying that <laughs> talks too they probably they
3: probably call it something else they listen to Jaws oh is it is it like
2: is it like Jaws
4: what is Jaws
2: uh I have no idea what that is, but we can maybe debate it, later it's, it. It's, it's 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 music it's slightly chaotic right okay we can debate we can we can work out how how genres sort of line up and stuff in our different musical traditions maybe when when we're not about to break into the guard station
3: oh right yeah. yes oh right, right. I, f- I forgot about that.
2: okay.
4: all of our characters have the ADHD at this point I feel just getting so <laughs> sidetracked. If you
3: think someone raised by the fae is going to be neurotypical.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Foolish of me, indeed.
3: Sasha is half a goat and raised by the fae. What do you think they're going
4: to be like? Mm. I mean, the goat doesn't have to affect anything.
0: I feel like goats are inherently chaotic. True. The animal that headbutts to say hello is... Is not neurodivergent. <laughs> no.
3: Fair point. It's
0: on the same line as
3: neurodivergent people biting their significant others to show a faction.
1: Yeah. They're
2: gonna try and climb in this
4: window. <laughs> well, if it is a guard
1: post, then it should have a well defined entrance that, you know, people can access.
4: Yes, but I don't think they'll let any random civilian get into the Frankenstein room.
1: Yeah. I did
4: I did say that right, right?
3: Yes. Yes. Huzzah. (laughs) Are you sure it's not Frankenstein? Um,
1: Another one to debate later, perhaps.
2: Yeah. Um, Either way, uh, I don't think we should walk in the front entrance. I think that may get us in more trouble, not less.
4: Or we would need to, we would just be sent out immediately. me
3: and me. Unless we use use it as a distraction.
4: Now there's an idea.
3: If we say something's happening, maybe two streets over,
4: fight or something? But surely they won't send everyone. Someone will stay behind.
3: It, it, it'll it be easier to get past one rather than a, a full station.
4: And it'll be certainly easier to inca- incapacitate one than a whole station. Hmm. Still, it's risky.
2: It's very risky. And remember, we still got a couple people in the basement, at least one of whom's got magic.
4: I I'm. Let's do a vote. I'm in favour of sneaking in through this window.
2: Same.
3: I'm happy with either. I'm just pointing out options.
1: Well, all I'm saying is <laughs> Not particularly stealthy, um, but uh, happy to go with it.
4: Well, perhaps you could be the lookout or stay on the back at the back of the group. Certainly.
2: We'll see how it go. If it ends up being less than stealthy, then
4: oh, great, the glorious DM. What are your rules on group stealth? Let's just establish that right now.
0: Yeah. Um. Whoever's the whoever gets a low roll is going to make some noise. I I don't I don't tend to do the averaging thing. Ah. Uh, uh, okay.
2: Okay. Well, let's
0: see how we go. It makes more sense to me. Like, if someone gets, like, a three on stealth, everyone else being sneaky isn't going to make them less noisy. True. Mm-hmm. If it helps, I
2: can send Sheila slightly ahead to warn us if there are guards on the path we're taking.
4: Yeah, no, that, my plan was to send Jerry ahead with a good stealth, or a good dex, at least.
3: we
2: send
4: Sheila and then
2: have
3: Jerry in front. Yes.
2: Yeah that
4: makes sense anyways uh gotta get in that window first yep rebel jerry lower down a end of rope in front of it climbs down and she's gonna climb down it swing a bit and then like duck and roll into the window do i need to roll for anything again
0: um i'm gonna need an acrobatics all
4: right i'm all right at those uh that's a 12
0: um it's less of a duck and roll and more of a vaguely swing into the window, but you do succeed
4: in your ultimate goal. Nice. I hold the other end of the rope to make it easier for the others to get in.
2: Okay. I'm not going to try and do anything fancy and athlete- uh, Fancy and acrobatic. I'm just going to try and climb down and clamber through. It's not going to be the most elegant, but I was never particularly dexterous, so, yeah, know.
0: Social will follow and just kind of abseil down.
2: Do I need to roll anything to get in? Um, you can
0: give give me athletics or acrobatics.
2: I'm gonna go athletics. I'm absolutely going athletics because my acrobatics is much shitter.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so that's in that one. Oh boy! Oh boy! Can I like give a help action to like hold out a hand to pull through?
0: Yeah, give me a. I would say a dex save to like. Patch, Will, in time?
4: Uh, deck save. That one. And that's a dirty 20
0: Excellent. Will does not plummet to the ground.
2: Yay. Like, it helped drag me over the sort of windowsill and stuff. And I'm just like, thank you. I was always kind of shit at climbing.
4: Robert Jero just bats you on the shoulder and then moves uh, moves back through the window so she can help the next person coming down the rope.
2: So
3: is going to abseil down and then jump into the window. Mm-hmm.
4: Can I help once more?
3: Uh, I don't think I'll need it, given that I rolled a nineteen. <laughs> sure. Other than that's a plus zero, so yeah, nineteen. Yeah, you absled down and through the window. <laughs> I, I, I'm just imagining, like, one poor R- Jerry w- w- with a hand out to help, and then just just swings in past it.
4: Well, hello to you too.
3: You know I'm good at climbing beans.
4: I know, but. We really just gotta be quiet here, and I really want to.
3: I I, I, I appreciate the thought.
4: Yes, I'm glad you're this disca- this capable.
3: Ma raised, raised raised me well.
4: Hmm. I can see that. Yes.
2: How coming down and an in?
1: Yes. But I've been desperately searching my character sheet for something to make it better and cannot find anything. Oh no.
4: I will take an art help action if necessary.
3: I will also help her
2: take a help action if necessary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much I can do to
1: help, unfortunately. Well, she's just going to do her best. And I guess absailing it is because it's slightly be better. Do I get advantage from people steadying me as I get closer? I think so, yeah. Excellent, thank you. Okay, we rolled a 12, so that's a 14.
0: I think that's that's enough, yeah. Okay. You're not trying to do anything particularly impressive.
1: No, but I will also say that this is also very not stealthy. She is wearing chainmail under her lovely clothes.
4: Do I, do we hear it like a wrinkle jingle? It's,
0: it's, it's like Santa's here. (laughs) Yeah. Not that you would know who that is, but you know. Yeah. (sighs) Uh, Could you be
4: quieter? Is there, what's making that noise?
1: Oh, well, sorry. I, I'm not particularly graceful, you see. That makes two of us. Uh, I have to rely on things other than, you know, just sort of gesture at, um, the rest of the party, my natural ability to not get hit, and, well, <laughs> you see, some of us have to wear armor these days.
4: Oh, but does it doesn't have to be this loud. Why couldn't that just be leather, or... You would rather be hurt. No? No, of course not, of course not. What? But we need to be stealthy here. We need to be quiet. And you are quick. And I
1: warned you. That I could not oblige in that. Perhaps, yes.
2: Well, There's not going to be any quiet if we're standing here arguing, so let's go.
4: Yes. Jerry's going to take the lead, perhaps with Sheila, Will?
2: Um, yeah, she- Sheila can sort of wander ahead a bit. Um, I'm going to give the instruction of, like, sort of, if you see a person, you turn around abruptly and come back, and that's Jerry's signal that, like, sort of, people are ahead.
1: Yeah. How is going to take up the rear and leave sort of 20 feet? Behind the previous person.
4: Yeah. I am going to prioritize either uh stairways down or secret hidden passageways. Do I notice any of those? Oh great the M. Um, um,
0: you don't know, you're just on on a landing, there's offices to either side.
4: Hmm. Can I like look around for stuff? Like that's what I meant more.
0: Yeah, do you wanna give me the investigation role?
4: Investigation. Uh there that is a 11.
0: No, this is just what you would expect from the third floor of a guard station.
4: I mean, RoboJerry probably has never been in one, or at least not in the last 10 years, so this is...
0: Well, no, but if I say that you, you, the player, know what, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to send Sheila to have a brief look down the stairs, see, are there a lot of, are there people wandering around down the stairs and... Like, so sort of what's the next floor down look like? And maybe the next floor after that.
0: Give me an investigation for Sheila.
2: Um, I mean, it's it's less sort of looking around, so sort of more specifically, it's more just getting a quick glance. Can I do perception for it instead? Okay. Like, this isn't like sort of, I'm going to hunt down every person here. This is more, is there sort of anyone just sort of wandering around and stuff?
0: Yeah, if, if it's just taking a peek yeah. perception, yeah.
2: Just want to peek, just want to see. Okay, uh, that is a dirty twenty.
0: Okay, so on the second floor, it seems to be kind of a break room area that does have a few guards sort of hanging out, chatting. Uh-huh. I think with that that good of a role, she does manage to get to the first floor, which is a lot busier, like this a lot of the action is here or as much action as there is in this particular cat station okay there's quite a few people milling around
2: while sheila's down here and hopefully reasonably inconspicuous does it look like there's anything here which would lead back to the area where that where that door we couldn't get through was
0: i mean this is yeah i mean this is still one floor above the ground level so
2: okay right yeah that okay. would be a, not that far down yet okay yeah okay
0: yeah like i said it's this is she got down to the first floor, Okay. not cool. the ground floor.
2: Get Sheila to come back up, stealthy, stealthy. Although, like, sort of cat wandering around is hopefully not going to attra- attract a huge amount of attention.
3: I mean, she's a bright white cat.
2: Yes, but still, like, sort of random cat just wandering around.
4: Yeah, I guess they appear. Could be like passed off as a probably could be passed off as a stray.
2: Yeah, sometimes cats appear. Sometimes cats just appear and they go where they please.
4: Why do cats suddenly appear? I mean, appear. I don't think we can use that excuse for Rumpel Jerry, sadly. But
2: no, but like, so Sheila's probably gonna be able to get away with it. Oh,
3: ah. Why do goats suddenly appear?
0: they climbed up
2: the wall. They fell out the paywall. So, like, I relate relate to the others, like, sort of, there's people on the next two floors down, when I don't think we're really going to be able to get past them stealthily.
4: Uh, Perhaps not. Though, if we act like we belong here, perhaps we can just pass them by unnoticed. I think there's an issue in that three
3: of us are very obviously not from around here.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can I can sort that for me. That's gonna take me out of spells. That's gonna take me out of first level spell slots if I do that.
4: Hmm. You keep your magic. You, it's important you have your magic. Yeah. I'm not sure my charisma could carry us this far, mm. though I'm willing to try.
2: I mean, it was quite a few people down there. Um, I think we'd be overpowered in a fight. I don't think we'd want to to sort of, fight our way down.
4: From no. There. Oh, certainly not. I meant more like with. Through charm, make yeah. her way down unnoticed or unstopped.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure how we convinced them that we had a good reason to be up here in the first place.
4: I I, I think we we need to get
3: down unnoticed.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Does anyone have anything that could put, put them to sleep while we go through? No.
1: I sadly don't think so. My magic is not quite so subtle. You know, it's, well, kind of the thing about me.
4: Random idea I have, but, oh, great, great and glorious DM, could I go back up to the window and cast create bonfire uh, to create, like, a bonfire at the base of the thing to possibly set the the guard building or some a neighboring building on fire and draw out all the guards to try and extinguish the fire?
2: Hmm, that is an idea. Because
4: The question is, would it work? <laughs> Let's add arson to
3: the list of crimes. Be, be gay, do crime, do, do arson.
2: Um, yes, I am here remembering very well the stuff Liz was saying last session about the buildings here being quite flammable. Yep. Exactly.
4: Which is why you would need so many hands to extinguish a fire.
2: Yeah. I I don't I don't want to
3: put innocent lives yeah. in danger, Paul
2: Yeah, people live.
4: Oh, yes, people live here. Yeah. That is an issue. They
3: do, and they've done
2: no wrong to us.
4: Hmm. Well, darn, I'm out of options then.
2: Unless we just set the guard station on fire.
4: I'm I'm up for that, yes.
2: It does mean that the building we're in
4: is... Can you do that from a distance? Can you do it from out of sight? I can cause the fire to appear on the ground outside, in front of the guard building.
2: I could, um, Firebolt is 120 feet. As long as I've got a line of sight, I can chuck something down. However, like if anyone's paying attention up here, they may figure out there's someone up here through it. So,
4: yes.
3: Are there any convenient bottles of alcohol with rags? <laughs> <in them?
2: laughs> Confiscated. No. Done. Oh. done.
1: How does have a flask and blocks of incense.
2: Lots <laughs> <laughs> oh, of cocktail shit.
1: <laughs> and I feel like this is definitely something that How has done before.
2: But generally not while we're inside the same building.
1: In the building, no. Um, um, if you
2: throw it out of the window we
1: came from, certainly you could drop it down. My other concern with that though is that they may see the rope and mm. get suspicious. But yes, yeah,
2: we need to bring the rope.
4: In. Ah, true. Can I actually, yeah? Oh, great and glory's DM. Can I just pull the rope in back through the window or something, or would that be too noticeable?
1: You can climb, right?
4: I can.
0: If people were climbing down it, I have to assume that you attached it to the roof at some point. Yeah. Yeah, which means that if you we can't pull
3: it
1: down. Right, but Rumpel Jerry, you could climb up, untie it, climb down because you have climb speed, right? Yes. Yeah.
4: However, that might get even more noticed. I'm
1: just saying how we could do it. But yes, theoretically. The other alternative, of course, is that we set a fire inside the building.
4: Yes, but then we'd be stuck with the fire and they come rushing up towards us.
2: Yes, and we're also the people who are closest to the fire, which is also kind of bad for our own health, which is kind of important.
1: But we at least would know it's about to happen.
2: Yes... We're also remarkably nearby when they come to investigate. Oh shit! There's smoke coming out the roof. Mm. Yes. And I, for one, don't fancy having to swan dive out the window if things go tits up because I don't have the-
4: There is a rope. I will remind you. There is a rope out of the window. I
2: will remind you. I'm not good at climbing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that is an entirely different issue.
1: Lay some incense. Is some sort of. perhaps?
4: Yeah. And then do what? We would still be up here on the fireside. Well, we
1: would have the time of the fuse to move away. Where to? Well, we want to get downstairs to open the door so I can return to Alba, yes?
2: Yes. And
3: to find the people that are attaching bits of bodies to
0: other bodies.
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, that too.
0: Also, I looked it up, and apparently you can use incense- sticks as fuses. Oh. There's a kind of like improvised fuse that people use for fireworks sometimes called a punk and sometimes they literally do use incense sticks. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not saying that I've researched this, but that's
0: that's cool. Oh, I've got
2: an idea. What if we lay the incense fuse, we leave the rope sort of dangling out the window to make it look like we've escaped, that we've run away.
3: Hide somewhere.
2: And then we hide in this upstairs bit until, like, sort of they've come, seen the fire, gone. We need to get the fuck out of here and go chase whoever jumped out the window and obviously set the fire. And then when they're gone, we can go down. Would that make sense? Make sense to my we head, we need to get yes. past the fire ourselves, but...
4: And also, we need to have real good hiding spaces.
2: Yeah. Well, there's offices up here, right?
4: Yes, but can, is there proper hiding spaces there, would we be easy to spot?
2: This sounds like a question for our great and glorious GM.
0: Um, I mean, there's, there's no one on this floor at the moment, so it would be an okay place to hide if people just evacuated. Yeah. In terms of places to hide if people came up, probably not so much. Yeah, that is the gamble. Like, there, there are
1: places you could try, but no more definite. Yeah. Which, which plan are we leaning towards? I want to make malt cocktails, but here we are. Yeah. I mean, we all we all seem to
4: be agreeing arson.
3: Mm-hmm. Sasha does want to go more subtle, but I feel like arson is the option here. I mean,
4: what subtle option do we have?
3: Exactly.
2: I mean, I think throw a malt cocktail down, leave the rope dangling out the window to make it look like someone jumped out we all hide in offices while they're like sort of coming up to investigate commotion, then realize, Oh fuck, the building's on fire. We need to get the fuck out of here. And also it looks like someone escaped. So
4: yeah, let's just hope the passive perception isn't that great. Like also in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm losing a rope like this. I'm, I'm using up an entire 50 feet of rope for this. It is better be worth it. There's no way I'm getting this back.
0: Yeah, you don't seem to be having the best of luck with, with ropes.
4: No. How much does rope cost, actually, if I want to get this back? Because Jerry should have rope on them at all times.
3: If the house sorcerer does have rope that you can borrow. 50 feet of hemp rope is a gold.
4: Dang, that's expensive.
3: Saoirse also has, has rope and doesn't care
4: about money. True. If you would like it. I'm just more like saying, just like from a character perspective, Rubber Jerry would always have rope because camping. It's immensely useful for camping, trapping, all sorts of stuff.
0: It's a little bit short, but maybe this is a good point to end for today.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The plan is
0: arson. Yeah, and then we can start next session
3: by doing the arson. Yep. Yeah. the The plan is arson is a strong end. Mm.
1: It's a plan, right? That's better than most D D parties.
2: It's a plan. We have a goal. It's maybe not a great plan, but like it's something. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, w- we have a plan. It's a plan. It'll be entertaining for me. <laughs> well...
2: uh, the sentence you really want to hear from your DM.
3: Tales of Morterra was created and DM'd by Liz Blake, with editing by Mario Panaghetti. The theme music was by Nick Blake. Check out our Tumblr at morterra.tumblr.com for more information on the world of Morterra, and our Twitter at morterracast.
0: I guess what what remains is to thank people for listening to three whole episodes of this. Woo! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Next time
1: we promise some awesome.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Join us next time for fire.
1: Much fire.
0: This is fine.
1: And thank you everyone and thank you oh great and glorious wonderful DM. Yes.
0: Thank you for having us. Thank you O oh, great and wonderful DM. I'm still not used to being addressed like this. <laughs>
1: Get used to
2: it.
0: Threatening. <laughs> I like it. <laughs>